0: No one cares if you're bald, really. Right? Just like maybe, there's maybe like three women on a dating profile who will say no bald guys. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> but it's just, I don't think if you don't if you don't uh, think it's an issue, then it won't be an issue. And then you know, occasionally some shitty snide remark. But what do you, you need to do? Yeah, that's usually
1: low hanging fruit that people will be like,
0: good for that kind of dig. <laughs> I liked when someone makes a bald. I feel like a, someone did it once while I was on stage, and it was just like. Aside from your full head of hair, what do you have going on for you?
1: Hello and welcome to Bald Talk, the podcast where two bald comedians interview bald actors, writers, directors, first ADs, craft service people, and those motorcycle cops who are security for shoots and who are really uh, shitty at their job, and really anyone else who is bald about the experience of being bald. I'm Brian Husky. I am a bald person.
2: I'm Charlie Sanders. I am also bald. I will reveal myself to Todd so he knows I'm not lying.
1: You can hear it on the mic. It's true. He's so bald. Uh, And Charles, who is bald. Today, we have one of my favorite stand-up comedians ever. Me too. A man who I was privileged to see so many times back in New York during the UCB days. And he was part of the very fertile 1990s New York downtown comedy scene. He has appeared in such TV shows as Dr. Katz, Flight of the Concords, Delocated, Wonder Shows, and in films like Road Trip, Pootie Tang, Wonder Lust, sorry, <laughs> and The Wrestler, which he was so, so good amazing. at. Amazing. And as well as having two stand up specials Spicy Honey on Netflix and crowd, The Crowd Work Tour, in which he does just crowd work, which is amazing. Uh, he has a new book. Thank you for coming to Hattiesburg. Please welcome
0: Todd Berry. Todd Berry. Hi, everyone. I've actually done five specials,
1: but hey, only missed three. Well, <laughs> we only I'll missed on, three fifths. Yeah. I'll just say that those those were the only ones whose titles uh, jumped out at me. Yeah, ones. those. Oh, yeah, I deserve yeah.
2: that. Uh, <laughs> Todd, you, uh, as as well as Brian, you were one of my earliest uh, comedic influences.
0: All right. And What uh, happened? <laughs> I don't know. But I just think it's really cool. Here. <laughs> well, Thanks, man.
2: I'm happy to be here. Um, yeah. I have a so, joke so that has nothing to do with being bald. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. It was one of my favorite bits I ever saw you do. It was back okay. in New York City at UCB in maybe, like, the mid-early aughts. And you were, like, talking about living in the East Village. And i'm gonna destroy it you do it you'll obviously do it funnier than me but like you were talking about friends who were like come out to um williamsburg to go to polish restaurants oh, brooklyn yeah yeah and you were like you mean like the polish restaurant i live above <laughs> or the one that's next door to me <laughs> yeah it's an old classic of mine i don't do it anymore i
0: actually come to love brooklyn since doing that oh book. shit okay but i don't live there on this to do it it's, and also it's 20 years old I'm a, I'm one of those guys who has a new hour every 30 days <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I mean we were nerding out before and I'll nerd out again it's just like I came to doing comedy late and like UCB was this kind of like I don't know it was like this commune of, of comedy and so when they started to bring in a lot of the New York stand-ups or just people from other outside of improv because I was just like oh improv is comedy and then uh, just seeing like how patient and commanding you are with your presence on stage was so instructional of just silence, just ownership of the of, of the audience and stuff. You know what I mean? Like not in a, not I'm in a all about like, the
0: silence. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah, find the insult in everything you say. So, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's totally
1: that's totally cool. No, I know what you're um, saying. I
0: think I know. I kind of let them come to me, is what you're saying. I think.
1: Yes, yes. Yes, totally. I completely did shit. Um and I would um, say the clo- the person sort of closest to you in that might be Tignataro when I, yeah. I did some shows oh, with yeah, her. She is like that. And it's and it's a really it was a cool lesson because this is something like amy puller our teacher at the time which is like you guys can just calm down on stage people don't want to see you freaking out and making and being loud and insane it's like they want to see what you are going to do for them they want they have confidence in you if you sort of, uh express that confidence and you totally did as a bald guy and that's I the know. other thing as yeah, a bald we man. That, <laughs> I knew we'd work that in here somehow. Completely, and I'm not like that's non-exaggeration. I was literally looking for like, like people to kind of point to as like because I was pretty insecure about like losing my hair and stuff. And I was were like, you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I would go in and out. I would totally go in and out. I'd be like, yeah, I went I'm fine. through
0: my. Um, if we're going to get into ball talk, I went through my uh, Rogaine phase. You like, tried Rogaine? Was, I was. Yeah, I tried it before when you had to get a prescription. They would take pictures of your head. Damn. <laughs> I didn't even and know anything. And then, was a thing. and at some point, I, I realized I don't, you know, it may have held on to some, whatever I had of hair I had left. And then at some point, I don't know, it just kicked. And it's like, no one cares if you're bald, really. Right. Like, there's, maybe, there's maybe like three women on a dating profile who will say no bald guys. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely. <laughs> but it's just, I don't think, if you don't, if you don't, uh, think it's an issue then it won't be an issue and then you know occasionally some shitty snide remark but what do you going to do
1: yeah that's usually low-hanging fruit that people will be like good for that kind of dig
0: i liked when someone makes a ball i feel like someone did it once while i was on stage and it was just like aside from your full head of hair what do you have going on for you (laughs) in what way are
1: you better than when was the rogaine phase like how oh The Rogaine years? (laughs) The Rogaine years. The 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 Lost Years. That's your next I mean, I
0: don't know when it... It's before it was was made over-the-counter.
2: It wasn't over-the-counter? No. Forgive me, I'm 42, but...
0: So that has to, to be...
1: Late 80s?
0: Probably early 90s, late 80s. But yeah, probably early 90s because it was in New York. I think I started in New York.
1: I remember in college investigating it and that it was like that first tube of like having to go to a doctor and then I would read about the side effects and I was just like, and then they're like, and you have to pay for it and you have to keep doing it. And oh, like, yeah, it
0: used to be really expensive. Damn, yeah. really?
1: And it was
0: also such, for me, everything's a hassle. So I just like, oh, twice a day and you're supposed mm-hmm. to, like, I don't know, there was twice some other Twice a stack. day? Yeah, like yeah. morning and night, and
2: you are just like. Uh. This is I what they, I, think, I mean. Me and the Husk Man have talked about this for fifty-three weeks straight, but like, <laughs> I never did any Rogaine or anything. I just went, "Fuck, I'm bald. I don't give a fuck." And shaved my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. I eventually reached that point. You did okay. I'm
1: getting to that point, but I will. I'm and I want to unpack this on this safe space that is being recorded <laughs> and then broadcast out to the public. Uh, but I have. I told Charlie I have a weird lopsided balding powder going on all of a sudden. Like I've had, so I got my ring, right? And I Uh can't really.
2: Is your left side more balding than your right? Yes, it is. The left side. I wouldn't have noticed if you didn't point it out, but. I I know
1: the left side. And I, you know, of course, because I scrutinize it, like it's at that point now, like in the sun, it's a little, it's a little hazy looking and at this side and then the right side is going full tilt. So I'm, I am honestly considering just getting a little Rogaine and just. Putting it in there, I
0: don't. I don't think that's going to work.
1: I, I agree. mean, you're probably no. joking, but
0: I don't. I don't no, think it's not. like a miraculous. Oh, I feel like at some point, if you're, sir, you know, I feel like it, it's not a. I don't even know how effective it is. Like, are there guys walking around with full heads of
1: hair because of Rogaine? It. No. It no, but it kind of felt like from. What Doctor Rome said and some other people was like, if, it, if it's kind of hanging in there, it'll fill it in a you little can bit. Fill it in. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Dr. And that's kind of what I, I like it just enough that it's kind of. I would say
0: uh, you didn't ask my opinion, but I would say you don't need to do that. I know,
1: but yeah, but it, it would be great for the podcast.
0: I mean, we're would, running I mean,
1: out of things to talk about.
0: <laughs> All right, then I didn't. Really, I didn't think about it from that level. Yeah, you should absolutely do it. Okay, cool. man, <laughs> I
2: think you should grow in your right side and comb mm. it over that would be the much
1: the
0: much more bald bald Did you choice. ever have longer hair while you were bald? I think I did at some point.
1: I did. During the pandemic, I got to a crazy 1970s professor highway
0: character yeah, look.
2: Yeah. That was amazing. That
1: was just like No, but I mean like before
0: you realize was there like I feel like there was a point where I was like, "Oh, it it looks better if you keep it short if you're
1: losing your hair." Like Well, I I started losing when I was 17 in high school. So, uh or yeah. like even lower, maybe 16. And so I just yeah, I kind of grew it out, and that was like late 80s. So you could have like wispy, kind of like I guess it was have a that little like
2: bit 80s drifter's hair or whatever it's called. Yeah, kind of like
1: a, pa- it's a version like a page boy, you know, that kind of like it was all one, a nice <laughs> one length and stuff. Did you have a nice bob? Is that what you did? Have I had bob? a little bob, I had a little bob, and then I kind of push it over. But I would push it over, uh-huh. revealing that it was balding, but then I would like cover up this side, like the right side.
0: Do you guys talk about toupees on this show?
1: We'd love to. Yeah, uh, yeah of course. We need to actually get a toupee maker. Like that we would need be to f- amazing. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. But, yeah. There's got. There's got to be one. Like probably the only one uh, left in America is in New York. I'm sure. Like, yeah, they like yeah, yeah. in like
2: around like 33rd Street.
0: Yeah, or Queens
1: or something. <laughs> Queens.
0: I don't see as many toupees as I. I feel like I used to see more toupees, and then. I occasionally see one, but man, there's some brutal toupees out there where you're like, you, are you serious? Yeah. Like, I would how be, do you
1: not see how you look right now? I know. I would be fascinated <laughs> to see a young man with a toupee because you will always see some guy who got it in the 70s and still holding on to it, you know, and he's yeah. now in his 60s. But if you saw, like, a 20-something-year-old yeah, like, just rocking a toupee.
2: Remember Maury's wigs never come off from Goodfellas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those characters are supposed to be, like, 27 years old. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, I think, like, like uh, uh, De Niro and Leota are, I mean, at least the characters they're based on at that time were, like, not even 30 years old. <laughs> wow.
1: So they-, <laughs> well, they, li- they did some hard living. This they did some hard it. living. That's how they rationalize it. <laughs>
2: but they had toupees.
1: Yeah. So I guess, Todd, you've never considered having a toupee? No, and I've never
0: considered implants either. Mm. Oh, good. Yeah. I And how what do- it,
1: for what reason?
0: I don't know I think after I gave up on the row gain uh, I just like you know I accepted it and I was like I think I'm I'm fine it's yeah. not really it's not really affecting my life in a negative way Yeah and yeah I also think like I think some people have really good uh, implants
1: or transplants
0: mm-hmm. I guess it's called or no, is it yeah, implants no. or
1: transplants? Now it's transplant. What, 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 Trans- what did Carl say we had to call it? There's it's, some official... Um, oh, is there a politically uh, correct? Follicle... Button? Yes, there
2: literally is. Follicle replacement surgery or something like that. Like yeah, that's, I ain't <laughs> saying that, man. No, that takes way too long.
1: <laughs> I think I think he also just said hair transplant. Plugs. Yeah, yes. hair transplant. Yeah. You can't say plugs. plugs, plugs is, yeah, you're yeah. you supposed to say plugs. Anymore. That's insensitive. No? no, that is very insensitive. That's, that's uh, shaming. Yeah, you're not supposed Apparently. to
0: say plugs. <laughs> that's on PC. <laughs> wow. Lesson yeah. learned. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But I not. feel like some people have good plugs. Like I feel like Sting has good plugs. Uh, Sting's got plugs. killer plugs. Yeah,
1: guys, I'm so. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm He's got killer, so uh, killer hand right transplantation. <laughs> follicle, <laughs> We're
0: you. triggering you, Sting plugs. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he has good follicle trans,
2: trans, P- uh, transplants or uh, F- Transplantation. F- G- something like that. I...
1: Wait, Sting does? does? I feel does, like
0: he does because. Yeah. I think he, he leaves enough where it's still like, oh, he's receding, but it's yeah. not like, oh, he doesn't go for the this.
2: full, like, fake cover up. Yeah. Like, That's, he's
0: there's an awareness that I'm staying and it really doesn't
1: matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, well, he was, he, he was one of my early, you know, I said I'd try, I'd look for bald, bald Sherpas, bald symbols of hope. And Sting was, was one, yeah. Sting was one because he had that widow's peak, but he was such a badass. Yep. Um, Bruce have, Willis. Has, have you tried to get him on the show, Sting?
2: We have not. He didn't reply to our
1: emails. I'll tell him that I really like Only Murders in the Building and see if that sort of pays off. It would be pretty funny if Sting agreed to do that. That well. would be amazing. Oh, dude. <laughs> I Ball I, talk, yeah, sure, I'd love to do ball <laughs> <laughs> I, I've sold 300 million records, but let's do some ball sure, talk. Sure, why not?
2: <laughs> For free, I'll hop on.
1: The closest we've gotten is this, uh, this like, Legendary session uh, bassist used to play in King Crimson, called Tony, uh, named Tony Levin. He came on, okay, and yeah, he, was, totally he game. was great. He was, fun. and he hooked he us up into? with this, yeah, with uh, um, Galen Dorsey. Gail Ann Dorsey, who's played with like Bowie and stuff. So we're really oh, tapped. To... We're tapped into the ball. We're near. Scene. We're
0: nearing. This is like the number one source for interviews about baldness with <laughs> session musicians.
2: <laughs> if you're looking for a session uh, musician, we got Karamo. That's pretty fucking good. Who's that? From uh, Queer Eye. Well, why do I? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't, I, Charlie, I, think... I
1: don't think we have to sell him on the podcast at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, He's <laughs> already doing it. I'm, okay. I'm okay. kind of locked in. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, thank God you did not get plugs or do Rogaine and stuff, because part such a part of your persona is 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 in your physical presence. I, really? Yeah. yeah. I think that, too. Yeah, I know and what you're I, saying. I don't know if I like the sound of this but go ahead. No, it's good. Well, it I I have the same reaction when people are like, "Oh yeah, I can't I can't imagine you with hair, husky, like it's part of your brand and stuff." And I'm always like, "Really?" But no, but try. <laughs> and, but it but for them it's like it it's it's a good thing. And I think it one of the things I, you know, I said like, "Oh, this guy's bald, he's like commanding this audience and stuff, but it just there's something funny to that you are bald and a little short and hey i'm whoa. sorry these are true <laughs> i told you I'm, I'm doing short talk at 4 p.m <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time you just have this complete like it feels like you can walk into a room of a bunch of like bikers and own them by just saying something funny you know what i mean yeah. like it's, I mean, it's that has that ever probably happened? be where i drew
0: no i mean i'm sure i've i've charmed my way out of certain Well, I I can't say I'd never likened a room full of bikers where (laughs) they were about to kick my ass. I I got some great jokes. (laughs) All right, guys. I'm sure there's people who are,
2: uh, yeah, who are disarmed by. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, though, ain't that just being funny?
1: I think so. But there's something, there is something to a physical presence that a lot of times will. Will do so much work. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think there's a thing, oh, there's that's a thing of like, deep, actually. Yeah, there's like a, there, <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing of like bald, bald as a funny trope when it's sort of like, I mean, we're going to make fun of this guy. You know, it's like a uh-huh. 1960s thing. The hair, the hair piece goes off. It's like, hey, he's bald, laugh at him. But there's the other thing of just the physicality of what that, and I think for you, it's kind of like a, it's a juxtaposition. There is a kind of, you expect, one sort of like persona to come out, and then you for from my point of view are very like i said commanding intelligent uh kind of sarc you know sarcastic yeah um and it's and I love that I love that kind of just like it, once you settle into it it's a it's a great sort of like toggling back and forth of of information, so don't get plugs, oh God, I said plugs, I'm so sorry, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> um don't
0: um, get it. Have you heard about people go to Turkey to get hair transplants? Have you talked about that? No. Oh, you haven't heard? Oh, man, this is a scoop for you guys. Is this a whole thing? thing? What is it? You guys, I thought you would know. Well, it's apparently... Well, I know people who... You could go to Turkey to get hair transplants, and they'll fly you there and give you accommodations, and it's cheaper than going Come on, you're making that up. I'm serious. Look it up. Wow. I yelled at you. (laughs) 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 That commanding prison. That was so nice up to that point. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, like... It's uh yeah you can get like you know damn really? they'll put you in a
2: hotel a road
1: gig
0: yeah they put you up they fly you
1: what is how are they making enough money off of hair transplants I don't know well we need to get
2: one of somebody that makes that transaction on the show do you
1: come back with all your organs or do you sort of (laughs) no they they they
2: kill you oh okay oh
1: (laughs) you got a nice full fluffy head of hair (laughs) in the casket you're
0: like
2: when you yeah your funeral is wonderful. Wow, that's insane!
1: Wow, how do you how do you know about that? I guess you're just in the ball. Because I, I know
2: I know a guy. Was cons- I was
0: trying to talk out a, a friend out of doing it. I don't I think he did do it. <laughs> Talking
2: after. a friend yeah. out of it. That's why talk him
0: <laughs> down. So I was just well, it was just one of those things. Where you're like, well, it's just kind of like the realization. where you are just like, it's not. Don't you're, do you're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're like 53 or something. You're like, come on, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I know. Go to what? the gym or something if you want to help yourself. <laughs> Take all the advice from me because I got I got great advice.
2: I was supposed to go teach an improv class because I was an improv teacher at UCB in the USSR in like '09 maybe, and it got real creepy where they were like, "Mail <laughs> us your passport." Oh wow! Well, how will I, I get it? there? Mail <laughs> my passport. Said. I didn't end up doing it, but I was like, "This is good You did little, or not? I did not do it. Yeah, that's crazy. Mailing your passport? Something. (laughs) Well, I mean, that on its, you know, face is pretty weird. But, like, also, like, I was just catching weird vibes. Yeah. I feel like something ain't right here.
1: That's a long way to go for, you know, that's a lot of legwork to just get one person to come over who
2: I assume you would be turned into a secret, like, double agent. Me and Joe Angert, They were trying to get the two of us to come over and teach comedy classes.
1: They would be good at character work oh, so they could go and infiltrate.
2: It wasn't even Moscow either. It was like same, somewhere else, St. Petersburg or something. But wow. Like,
1: Maybe you being turned into like a Chernobyl cleanup unit. <laughs> Put on this jumpsuit and go yeah,
0: in with a mop. And <laughs> <laughs> you have like, to mail it. When you mail your passport, do you have to enclose a self address
1: stamped envelope. <laughs> or, no, the they time?
2: that part was free, but I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Man. Yeah that part, that part they I think they need to rethink and <laughs> that's they're when luring me and Joe people like, over we can't do this, this <laughs> is <getting too> <laughs> You should have gone to like a like a thrift store or something and found like some
2: old passport and sent it something send it <laughs> to fake them passport. Yeah like, that'd be oh, funny
1: right. he died in the 40s
2: Um speaking of Russians Todd uh delocated is in the top 5 of my favorite shows of all time I mm-hmm. love you
0: What are the what are the other 4 I'm curious
2: Sopranos, Sex and the City, The Americans, and uh, Gavin and Stacey. I wow. haven't watched most of those
0: shows. You haven't seen them? I've never seen The Americans. I don't even think I've heard of Gavin and Stacey.
2: Who you haven't Gavin heard Stacey? of... Oh, my God. It's, it's British. It's British. British. You gotta yeah. give them a little room. It's a British. I didn't know about <laughs> it, it, it until you. Is it comedy? It's a comedy, yeah.
0: Say, I almost never watch comedies. Really? Yeah, almost never. Because I... I, I When I'm, you're killing night after night on, or all around the world, (laughs) with comedy. Okay, I got you. I feel you. Like give me, give me a fucking detective. (laughs) You watch, Line of Duty. (laughs) That's one of the best. Line of Duty. I don't know it. Let me write that. It's a detective show. D
1: o o d y. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) it's about duty. It's about it's about little children in in the 60s saying duty. (laughs) It's about this shit fetish scene in the 70s. (laughs) Um,
0: it's it's a detective it's kind of a corrupt cop show if you're into that kind of thing i love that shit yeah fuck yeah gavin and stacy and the americans i heard is good i've never watched
2: that the americans is fucking phenomenal who's in that what's it about it's matthew reese and um fuck i can't remember her name i feel um she used to be on the, the mickey mouse club (laughs) <laughs> which I mean sounds oh, um, ridiculous but she was
0: Annette Funicello was it Annette Funicello <laughs>
2: <laughs> no it wasn't her but uh, she's great though. she's a phenomenal fucking actor and uh, Carrie, uh, Russell. Carrie Russell Carrie Russell, Russell thank you I yeah. don't know why I couldn't think of that but they're uh, Russian spies in America That's yeah they're cool like thing. a married couple and they're undercover
1: yeah right. um, I've never seen that I've only seen like the last three seasons of The Sopranos
0: what I only I've only watched the first season. I found like I was binging what? it, I like know. over the pandemic, and I I found it was too violent, like night oh, after night. I think. Yeah, it is pretty. I think violent. it's when you got to space out a little bit once a week. I think for that yeah, one. it's better
2: once a week. Yeah, it's very violent. Yeah, there's violence every single episode. But Delocated, oh yeah, Huskman, you must have seen Delocated, right? Oh, completely. i Oh my god, I've watched it like eighty five times. So Todd. Here's my question for you. You play Todd Berry on yeah, Delocated. I, it's so it's a heightened very. it's a heightened version of me. It's mm-hmm. a heightened version. Okay. Well, my question was gonna be I've never know. done that. I've never played Charlie Sanders on a show. Uh-huh. How do you do that? Uh, they just ask you. I I I've done it on a number of shows. Who else did I play?
0: I know there's like on Dr. Katz, they called me Todd. Yeah, you're kinda her. like
2: yourself like you did kind of the Dr. Katz.
1: Thing right, they yeah. sort of they play, they would play with the, with the stand-up persona, right? And kind of. Well, I did out. the
0: stand. I did it as a stand-up a couple of times, but then they made me a regular character. I was a video store clerk.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Also named
2: Todd. Um, yeah,
0: and I feel like there's something else where. Well, I guess on Louie I played
2: Todd Barry. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, what's that like to like play yourself?
0: I mean, I' have there's been times people have asked me to do stuff, and they're like, "Can you change the name? Can we pretend this is?" Can we make this a little more acting than I <laughs>
2: <laughs> than me being myself? Yeah. I mean,
0: you got all the names to choose from, <laughs> other than Todd, um, it's, Theodore. It's, I don't know. I, I guess <laughs> I tend to I, I tend to play sort of myself. No one's ever really asked me to stretch, except Wonder Shows, and where I got I did like a goofy accent or something. But yeah, they're always like. anytime I do a voiceover, they're like, "Yeah, just you're, just your phone, your own voice is fine." For, your, for, like, an animated show.
1: But when you're in The in the Wrestler, like, you were... Oh, yeah. I guess you were a version of... Your, you were a version of it. Like, you, you communicated... That was more of a character, though, I
0: feel like. Yeah, yeah, that was more... I mean, that I would... I In real life, if I were Mickey Rourke's boss, I would have been probably not as sarcastic and shitty with him. Yeah. <laughs> Terrified of him, probably, is what I would be.
1: How would how that feel going, dropping into, like, a drama? You know what I mean? Because I we've talked to other comedians who are sort of like, it's really hard to to not turn it into a bit or out of nervousness, you know, or, or yeah. you know, whatever.
2: I've never I mean, I think
0: job. my scenes in The Wrestler were somewhat comedic in that. It's you, you were know, funny little, for sure, but they were dramatic, who, I feel like. A little yeah, bit. I mean, the, the overall movie was dramatic. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool because it's just like, it wasn't like, it wasn't a sh- like something where they've used, there were 30 other comedians in it. but <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but it was very surreal. Um, the first lines I did where i'm insulting you just mickey Rourke staring me in the face and it's like this is the dude i watched in you know diner and yeah yeah. diner oh my god God. i just watched was it body heat that he was in nine nine and
1: a half weeks yeah that was that that was the sexy one he did ever heard of social media we have and no big deal we are on it Check us out on Instagram at Bald Talk Pod or on Twitter at Bald Talk Podcast.
2: Please make sure to like, rate, and review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We don't care where you get them, just get them. No judgment wherever you get them, anywhere. 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 Whatever. No judgment. <laughs> as long as you listen, we don't give a fuck.
1: Only on Bald Talk. Talking bald, yeah. Tell me about the what's going on in the is there a new york scene here because i at the time that uh i came there and going down to luna and just seeing yeah.
2: luna get, oh my god
1: and and invite yeah, them up like that's invite yeah. them
2: up that show was so there's fun. not really
0: i mean i go i do mainly the comedy clubs but there are brooklyn rooms i do but there's not really like a regular there are it's not like a scene like that it used to be kind of a scene
1: yeah in a in a good way for the most part did that get kind of inter Interrupted by pandemic, or was it just just the the sort of result of change? It like real estate being kind of like you know. That no, I mean can't there's still that. shows.
0: There's still regular weekly like bar shows and lots of shows at the Bell House and Union Hall in right. Brooklyn and and other rooms in, in Manhattan. But it, as far as like a once a week scene with a bunch of comics who are could be fairly well known, mm-hmm. and then kind of a social scene i guess but yeah but i mean there's still plenty of places to go on stage here from what I understand la is getting pretty rough as far as for stand-ups to get on stage that's what i've
1: heard from i just i i, I never got in and never did the stand-up route but i would imagine now like just during pandemic you know people were doing like zoom shows which were yeah they were real just i like, didn't like doing
0: zoom improv i did a, a bunch of them and i was actually able to you can actually make some money if you sell tickets because you have the whole world as your possible audience right oh, but fun. then are God, you, I but
1: does that. it just feel like you're rehearsing your stand-up set no because i did for the most part i did crowd work zoom mm-hmm. crowd
0: work shows mm. oh and uh they were fine but they i always felt like afterwards i was more drained from a zoom show than i am from a live show
1: yeah I, some I, about I, zoom is you. fucking weird I, my friends who are, you know, have day jobs that require meetings, they just, they say there's something, like a ghost is pulling their soul out during the course of the day. It <laughs> yeah. just feels well, I mean, so like That's what I feel like. I hear that. If you're doing a Zoom show,
0: you're, you're only doing it because you can't do a real show. Yeah. You're not like, hey, it's let me a do a surrender. Zoom show, even though there's a million plays to play. So it's kind of like, Always in the air that this is a concession you're making. Yes,
2: a concession. That's totally. Oh, what that it was is. phrased. That was phrased perfectly. Oh, you phrased oh. that amazingly. Listen, oh. I'm gonna, I want to go ahead and sort of <laughs> mark that as
1: for a lead-in, just out of context. You should bookend it both, beginning and. End. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> we have T-shirts. That are you gonna come out of this? <laughs> it's a
2: concession. Zoom, comma. It's a concession. <laughs>
1: I think it, one of the things that I both love and being older kind of makes me sad is just that there is a, I mean, there, there are so many little scenes going on that we have no idea about right now. I mean, there's little collectives and just groupings of people who, you know, are figuring things out together and then getting jealous of one another when somebody has success and, you know, just going through all the hoops of it. But it, it, I, I do love that it keeps regenerating. And that was something when UCB was around, that was sort of, I was like, oh
2: yeah, there's thousands, <laughs> there thousands yeah, of yeah. people behind us. Husk man, mm. You get jealous of other comedians? Ooh. Ooh.
1: I, I don't know if I get jealous. I have or envious,
2: my, I think would be the problem. I think
1: one. I get envious and my, my envy plays out. It My envy is more about my own insecurity. So oh, of course I, it is. Yeah, so if I get in if I get envious of that person, it somehow feels like something is being taken away from me. You're losing an opportunity or something. I'm losing else. an opportunity or um uh I mean at the at the real core of it is I'm criticizing myself for not probably doing the work or putting myself in a position or whatever that to be would that. lead to, that would lead to that situation oh shit um, okay and that's like you know that's the kind of worst case sort of like uh, reaction to something and I think I used to have a lot more when I was much more insecure in my auditioning and stuff I would oh. sort of feel like why did he get it and I knew oh. it's like he got it because he's better at this point than you are And so, I always
0: anytime I do an audition I have maybe this is an unhealthy attitude but I never have a, I always think I'm not I shouldn't get it Mm. or i or i you know i imagine the the character in my head and then i show up at the audition studio and i'd see like oh yeah that's that's the guy yeah yeah wow. the guy who dressed you up guys for the are like
2: opposite ends of the spectrum but
0: i'm not saying i don't get envious or 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 that i don't shit talk because i do but mm-hmm. i don't
1: i privately i discreetly shit talk <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't i don't like, I had a, a friend of mine got on, is like a new cast member on SNL, and I'm like crazy excited for him. Uh, um, Aristotle, a theorist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he is like one of the best dudes in the world. I, I love him. And my girlfriend, you know, I was like, I called him on the phone and I posted some stuff and I had some texts, and, and she's like, How are you feeling? And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I, th- and I was like, I think I feel really good about this. And she's like, Okay. And then later on, I was like, I'm glad you asked me that because I think I have, like, I st- I led with, like, I am genuinely, my first reaction was, like, I am so happy for this person. Your buddy, yeah, totally. My buddy. And then as the day went on, I got kind of um, uh, reminiscent or I got a little sort of, like, self-critical uh, Thinking you should
2: have been on SNL?
1: Not. I've never. I've genuinely never wanted to. Like that environment seems not made. Like I don't think I could do it. Like it. It, it sounds seemed, pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, I think, you know, in the very the, the deepest part of myself, I was also. I. It kind of makes me go back and say like, oh, I wish I had started earlier i wish i hadn't been so oh okay um, i can i, I can wish i hadn't talked myself that. out of it for so long like i was right. kind right. of that stuff but at this Cause point he's
2: younger than us or something
1: not me he's like 41 which oh, is you that's know that's not young no Do you get envy i get envious when i watch
0: award shows because i feel mm-hmm. like oh i'm at i'm at a certain level of success but no one's ever invited me to the emmys or the academy Awards. <laughs> oh right. shit or i and I've never been nominated, shockingly.
2: I got a story. Well, it's not a story. Okay, it's boring. Um, but I'm going <laughs> to say it. Lot of, what do we care? It's a pandemic. Boring. We're doing a <laughs> podcast. And we're well, already in edit You've been mode, on so Delocated, one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. I love John Glazer. I don't know him yeah. well. I've maybe had like four conversations with him in my entire life. But I went to the Emmys a bunch of times because I was a writer for Key & Peel. And, Peele. and oh. he won the Emmy... I think three years in a row over us for Amy Schumer. Um, okay. And I'm not saying they may, they very well may have deserved it over us. I don't know. I did have a little bit of what you're talking about, Brian, where I had to be like, wow, I'm like a huge John Glazer fan. And also he just beat me for the award. I like desperately wanted.
0: Mhm. <laughs> But then you watch awards, and you're also like, these are ridiculous that oh, yeah. we awards totally out because like yeah. I know the no- one the one absolute best performance by and like there's fifty probably indie films where someone's amazing yeah, yeah and yeah, like yeah. eighty people saw them so they're not yes. I know if
1: if you can ever talk to someone who like won an Oscar or an Emmy who who. Who isn't a person who's sort of like deeply entrenched in some kind of career where, like, well, of course, he won an Emmy or a, an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. But like the number of people is like, so how did that affect your career? They're like, it does not. It's it's for a year you get more meetings, but it doesn't necessarily mean like <laughs> they still turn you down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, when you think about like, I I don't know if you ever just think, go back to an old show you used to watch twenty years ago. Like, where's that person? Where's that person? Mm-hmm. Where's that person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the people you should cast if you make an indie film because they're probably like out of work and excited that someone would up. Uh, yeah. Completely.
2: something
1: to do, yeah. But I think that's like that that perspective I, I I keep going back to of of I mean the main thing is like that I that keeps me kind of just from going to like envy or whatever is like is it it is a job. This is this at end of the day like we are m- making the donuts in a very specific way. Yeah. Um <laughs> and funny. so, you know, it's sort of like if you just you just think it's like, oh, well, my donut shop is... That is-, a, is that a confession of
0: your
2: day job? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you guys Brian, it- you're gluten-free. You can't make donuts. I know, oh, come I know. On. Are you really, <laughs> Brian? I am.
1: Listen, hey, I'm uh, not going to get gluten-free shamed because I will not be Are you? eczema. Uh, how long have you been uh, gluten-free? I have been doing it... So my ex-wife uh, had like has crazy uh gluten free gluten allergy like if she gets any on her tongue it like breaks out in the skin all this kind of stuff and so just by so when we were together i just ate like she did because it was easier when we split up i was like hell yeah i'm going back to my lifestyle and then my (laughs) and and it just destroyed my stomach and then i got all these weird stuff yeah i don't have it like a super crazy one but the 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 doctor, gastroenterologist, like you have a sensitivity, and those sensitivities, like they build up over time, and then it goes into like a crazy flare up, and then it takes a while to kind of go back down. So he's like, so if you you can have a little bit of it, but just don't really space it out and stuff. Yeah, so. that's
2: what uh, my wife Camille is uh, has a uh, gluten allergy, so we don't have we have no gluten in the house. But if yeah. I'm out with a buddy you or know something, you don't
0: whatever. keep gluten around the house <laughs> <laughs> you'll have a,
1: a secret bag of gluten underneath your bed
2: we're both allergic
1: but we have lots of gluten around
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but if I like go out with, you know I mean pre pandemic and now a little bit now that it's I don't know what we are pandemic if I go out yeah. with a buddy or something I'll eat gluten
1: I, I miss it I love bread God damn it! Bread is a shit, man. And pasta. I oh, I want to go to shit. I want to go to Italy because, like, I know somebody who has a is my level, and he was like, I could eat everything they made there because they don't have these horrible GMO, you know, Frankenstein versions of seeds. Like oh shit! For real? Like, ancient grains, y'all. Let's Let's get back to baldness because uh, I mean, oh, yeah, if, I if we are going to be honest. <laughs> anything else is pretty boring in comparison todd we'd like to to do a little historical examination of cures for baldness because as you mentioned you you tried rogaine or no no you considered rogaine in the early stages when it sounded like no i used rogaine for a while oh yeah yeah so yeah so and so invasive twice a day who's got the time yeah all yeah i mean
0: i do but I, i know what you're saying.
1: All right, so what what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two options, and you just tell me which one is the not real one. Oh, okay. So 4,000 BCE, before Christ, everybody. Before Christ era. Yeah. Uh, In Egypt, you would take donkey hooves, dates, and dog paws that would be ground together, mixed with oil, cooked, and rubbed on bald heads. (laughs) Or... Same era, same place. You take horse hooves, bull cheeks, and figs, which are burned into an ash, turned into a paste, and then applied to the scalp. So you made one of those up, and one of them is real. Sure. Is that what you're saying? That's what
0: I'm saying. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to say the real one is the second one. With That's the what figs. I'm saying, too.
1: Husky. Oh, that means I'm good at this. No, donkey hooves, dates, and dog paws.
2: Damn, we were both wrong. i
1: I mean, those were like six of one kind of scenario. I, know, there was right? no, there was, I think even there was it some crossover really ingredients in that. Yeah. Dog paws is that was the both one. equally believable. So yeah, I guess that's the idea. That's... That, was, All right, so I'm, I'm, that was
2: a good question.
1: Thanks. Uh, I'm down one. I'm at zero. I'm I for each, each one tip. of these, the process of of gathering these ingredients is what was fascinating. To me.
2: Well, how do you get?
1: How do you harvest a bunch of dog paws? <laughs> Now we're going, we're moving up through the timeline. We got 50 BCE in Rome. So you're burning a donkey's genitals to ash, uh, which is then mixed with urine of the person losing the hair. And then that is applied to the head. Or you're using urine from another head covered by a ground mixture of charred deer penis, deer fur, and pine needles. I'm going number one. I'm gonna say one is the real one. You got it, guys. Oh, don't be fooled by deer penis, deer fur, and pine needles. Is I've that... never
2: nailed one of these, Brian. Deer penis seems a little jokey to five me. Five or whatever. I know. I've never nailed it. Okay, the first time.
1: Here's your last one. 1550 BCE. So we're going back, way back, going way back. <clears throat> this is like around when Kennedy was president. Exactly. Uh, this is in Egypt. <laughs> All right, so you get the fat from a hippopotamus, uh-huh. uh, crocodile, male cat, snake, and ibex. They're mixed and applied to the scalp. If that doesn't work, you do a follow-up solution, to uh, which is a boiled p- porcupine hair. And then the result is applied <laughs> oh to the bald areas for four days. Okay? Or you take uh. the blubber from a whale, a female rabbit, face meat from a dove, Komodo dragon, <laughs> panda hands, Come on. rat yeah. elbows, and grizzly bear hips.
0: Now you're making just easier. Number one is the real one. one. Hold going, on, there's one. more. Oh, oh. If,
1: if that doesn't work, you steam a hippo and Come apply on. all of this for 10 seconds. So now you can decide. Number one. I think it's number one. Really? Yeah, I agree. Really? Yes. Yeah. You idiots know it is number one. Oh, shit, we were right? Yes, of course. Wow. Because well, I mean, great, I got two out ridiculous. of three. That's <laughs> that's pretty good, man. It's hard <laughs> to get panda hands in that rat elbows. It really is. Rat elbows. <laughs> yeah, these are insane. Uh, Cleopatra advised Julius Caesar to use grinding dead mice and horse teeth with bear grease. That one's real. Really? Yep. That's fucking um, crazy. Uh, Hippoc- uh, Hippocrates? How do you? Hippoc- Hippocrates. Hippocrates, Hippocrates. thank you, God. Hippocrates, yeah. Hypocrates. Hypocrates. Hippocrates Hippocrates endorsed a mixture of pigeon droppings, opium, horseradish, beetroot, (laughs) and spices. Uh, And then Aristotle recommended goat urine as a treatment. Aristotle, your buddy that's on SNL? yeah exactly same dude Uh, (laughs) the guy you're jealous of right Yeah, Yeah, because he's he's coming up with these amazing uh, solutions on the side solutions for baldness 1530 England Henry VIII fought his hair loss by spreading a mixture of dog and horse urine on his head I I feel like that's real yeah Damn. I just feel like at su- I feel like historically it's just been like let's humiliate bald dudes <laughs> just put shit on their heads. Sh- literal literal shit <laughs> on their heads so the uh, so the at one point this is in the 18 1890s uh, things got civilized. And they, they realize that uh, there's uh, positive and negative effects on hair growth. So string instruments, especially violins and pianos, had a beneficial and preservative effect on hairlines. Listening to brass instruments has a damaging effect. Come on. yes, This is real? If you look at any—if you look at uh, James Brown's, like, backup horn section— all bald, <laughs> all bald. <laughs> Herb Albert, right? Yeah, one. Herb Albert. Albert. That's right. Yeah, and you look at any any good orchestra, the violin section, hairy as fuck, hairy as fuck. So yeah, that's it. And then the most boring one is from India. Uh, you just stand on your head to increase blood flow. That's probably the one that works. That makes that's the one, sense one that makes the most <laughs> <sense>. <laughs> If any of if any of those work, it's probably that one. Yeah, I know. Um, so, I mean, listeners, if anybody wants to test any of these. Um, Please try
2: them out. Email us.
1: Yeah. It's pretty easy to get some donkey genitals and uh, dog paws and rat elbows. How crazy would be if one of those actually
0: was a really great idea, but it was too complicated and they'd people just it didn't catch on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the spices. I caught a rat, good, but like. I couldn't <laughs> chop its elbow. I know. Off. When do we find out which
1: spices? That, that I, know, like- I know. <laughs> it, like, I know. But like the through line, it seemed like that the, they were equating. It felt like it was like okay, so the if you're a man, you have a penis. So if you take an animal's penis and, <laughs> and some urine, and put it on your head. It will, it, anything from, from, a from a penis it. works if you yeah. It on anything. I'm really surprised <laughs> if semen wasn't in the mix,
2: but maybe they were just like that's too hard to harvest.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know. Well, Todd, you're one of my favorite comedians of all time. Thank you,
1: Charlie. Before we wrap it up, I do want to I want to ask about your book. Oh yeah. Oh well it's it came out a couple of years ago but <laughs> i know but, but let's get a little resurgence for it though, that's right? that's exactly it i i think anyone you know people when they're like oh I, that was a while back and stuff. just keep things have new i know I get away it
0: baby up. why not maybe you'll make a book um, it's it's a book where i went on a tour of sort of secondary market cities like mm-hmm. your your bethlehem pennsylvania's and your little rocks oh um, i love and, both of those and it's just a tour diary and you know, it's got 4.3 stars on Amazon. No big deal.
1: Is, was there anything daunting to me, writing a book? Like, I've written movies, but which, before I did it, I was like, "There's writing movies seems impossible. And then you're like, oh, I, okay, this is the mechanics of it. But writing a book, to me, seems daunting. Is is there anything daunting to it? Or were you yeah, just- I mean... I, I, if I had it to do over
0: again, I would have been, had a little more of a system. Cause mm-hmm. the good thing about my book, as far as ease, is that it was like little self contained chapters. Right. So I didn't be like, there wasn't like, hey, this guy, should he die at the end? Or should he die? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what did That's this why, guy, yeah. you know, just looking for like, well, I forgot, I made this guy really just funny all of a sudden. He was boring three, 30 pages ago. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so in that sense, it was, yeah, I hate to say easy, but I also, uh, I wish I could take another stab at it. That's a good plug for my book, huh? Yeah. I Uh, wish I could take another stab at (laughs) it. But people seem to like it. People really like the audio book. The audio book. Did you read it? I did read it and I uh, have um, my book is controversial cuz has two forwards to it. <laughs> I got, I got the the ever seen the over the you pair with these guys together all the time. I had Doug Stanhope and I had Jesse Eisenberg both
2: duo. wow, that's an yeah. interesting duo. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Think, how did how did but, how did you orchestrate that? Do you know them or is it I just asked them. Yeah, yeah, I know
0: them. I know both of them. <laughs> and they even they even recorded parts for the audiobook, which I was kind of a uh, Oh, that's cool. Impressive. That's nice. So what I'm saying is the fucking it's the best book. Yeah, yeah, it is. Two years. Get the late. audiobook. Buy or get, it, or it buy the hardcover if there's any left. Ages well. Let's let's sell these out, man. Listeners, buy the hard copy. Four point three stars on Amazon, guys. Clear that warehouse. Let's
2: clear that pallet. <laughs> 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 uh, we need it, a
1: new pallet. A Todd Berry book stat. <laughs> so if you did because uh, we have a huge like literary uh, oh, uh, audience if you were to take another stab at it would you do more essays would you do like a oh no movie? i mean
0: i think it was my methodology that i would have changed mm. i would have i kind of i would have i didn't dictate my notes in each city i kind of went i hand wrote stuff by memory and then there was a few times i were like Oh shit! I forgot what happened and fucking.
2: Oh, I've done that. And I didn't. So I didn't. I didn't things.
0: make shit up. But I would like write to my opening act and say, "Do you remember what we did in in Birmingham?" Right. And, and some of them would be like, "We went to this restaurant. We went here. Then we went there, And this guy said that." I was like, "Okay, God." So I would have. I would have been a little more thorough with my note taking. Yeah.
1: You didn't. Need, you don't need to hear all this back st- this in- inside baseball shit. Listen, yeah. I talked about making my donuts, my gluten-free donuts uh, on the <laughs> yeah. side. So, we want to know your process for. But I don't want to scare off anyone in- into buying the book
2: cuz people seem some a lot of people seem to like it. But
1: hey, I don't think you're
2: taking anything away from. I, it. There's I, no way. I, I, uh, well, Todd, this is bald talk, so Yeah. Start looking it's at mentions. Wa-
0: bald guys don't have the smoothest social skills, right? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, Todd, do you have? A, do you have? Are you performing? The last, last, final play. I'm on tour. I
0: have a stadium tour. Oh, where? I, I'm, it's a Todd Berry 2021-22 Stadium Tour. Okay, cool. Um, Which stadium? And I'm going all over the country. And uh, December 21st, I'll be a Dynasty Typewriter. Ooh, that's cool. So, to,
1: to, and when do you head out?
0: I've been in it, going in and out of town. But uh, my next series is when is this going to be on?
1: Uh, probably, um, I don't know. Maybe in a month or so. <laughs> a month, holy shit! Yeah. well, we got. Yeah, we might all be dead by then. My hair will grow back.
0: A <laughs> I won't be bald anymore. Um, yeah, I'm going all over. I'm going to Milwaukee. I'm going to Minneapolis. That's where I'm, I'm from. Going... I love Minneapolis.
2: Are you? Yeah, I'm from Minneapolis. I'm
0: going... I love Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, I'm going all I've over. Been there a bunch of times. South. I'm going in the south.
2: Nashville. I'm going.
0: Go, I think I'm going to Nashville next year. That's that where my wife is from. Yet. Can I just plug my websites? So that's where you can find all the dates. Oh, of course, please. Twitter Todd Barry, Instagram Todd Barry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, okay.
2: Todd Barry on Instagram, Todd Barry on TikTok,
0: TikTok, Twitter, TikTok, Twitter. <gasps> TikTok and right, Todd Barry on on uh, TikTok. Tick,
2: yeah, I'm a grown man. Wow. We say, are. Lo- I'm scared. Lo- it. <laughs> <laughs> We're losers, and uh, no one cares about our social media. But nonetheless. Wow!
1: No, uh, huh. Uh. You disagree? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not participating on this. This. Okay. Shit. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a bad attitude. attitude. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I changed my. I changed what I said. We Okay. Cool. cool. Todd, I'm. I've been a huge fan for like 20 years. Thanks so much for doing the show. I Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. But I've been doing it like 34 years. What happened? <laughs> well,
0: I was a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for letting me. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, no, Todd.
1: It was good to have you. Thanks. Lovely Todd. to see bald you, dude. God. Nice bald. Nice to see you, brother. Bald power, everybody. Bald power. Say it's our
2: everyone. Right. Bye.
1: Oh, talk. Talking, bold, yeah. Life is
0: unfair when you lose all your hair. But now you've got someone to talk
1: to. Brian and Charlie have a hairless party. ever wanted to hear from the neighbor at nine cloverfield lane or what if i told you that dr loomis's worst patient wasn't michael myers i'm adam peacock host of the podcast my neighbors are dead join me each week as i talk to the lesser known characters from your favorite horror films each week is an all-new fully improvised journey into the unknown featuring friends and luminaries from the worlds of comedy horror and beyond new episodes every tuesday on campfire media subscribe now on apple podcasts or wherever you listen
0: Campfire.